The following content was made as part of celebrations for 25 years of Demon Media and originally aired on Sunday the 25th of July 2021. So happy 25 years Demon Media and here's to 25 more. And now on with the show. Enjoy. Well, this is uh, slightly weird, isn't it? Almost, what is it, six, seven years, eight years since we were last on Demon FM. We are back on Demon FM for a special show celebrating 25 years of the station. I'm Adam Jinkson. I was a station manager between 2012 and 2013. I've got Mark Lyle, Kaz Harvey with me. We have not spoken, have we, properly? In a long time. In, in, a, long, in a long time. time. Let's just talk about what we did on the station. So as I said, I was the station manager. So I joined in 2010. Come 2012, we were the big, we were the big boys, weren't we? We were, we were in charge of how it went. Um, Kaz, you were the... You, you have to remind me. I can't remember what my role was. I think it was head, head of programming, I want to say. Is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that was it. It yeah. sounds about right. I mean, if you say it with enough conviction... <laughs> That's no. what you were. I mean, there's, <laughs> let's be honest, there's no one here to dispute that. So you were head of programming. Uh, Mark? I was I was live music, wasn't I? Because I live did all the, music, the session stuff. Yeah, because yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you put on like a live event, didn't you? Like a proper like, I can't remember yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. We did, um, oh, what was it? Ox Jam. Yes. So we did Ox Jam. Um, and then we did like weekly sessions for like, the majority of the year just from local bands so you were the pioneer of live music on demon fm yeah no it was really fun it was good it was a very very fun time i do look back on my demon fm days with a lot of uh a lot of fondness it was it was really it was good wasn't it um now we've got actual grown-up jobs you realize all the stuff that we got away with when we (laughs) she were on demon that's the thing (laughs) Oh, yeah. What do you mean? We follow we followed the rule book to the T, to the T. I guess one of the live things I remember going to is when it was OPM, I think it was. OPM came in and did a live set, didn't they? Yes. And did like oh. Heaven Is a Half Pipe. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Yeah, because we had who was it? OPM, and then we had Red Jumpsuit Apparatus as well. Oh my they god. They came in and did one for us, um, which is quite funny. And then I was listening to. Um, I was listening to Radio 1 the other day and you know the band Easy Life like yes. they're doing quite a lot of stuff in the, at the minute um, one of the guys from there was in, is in a, from Leicester from a band called By the Rivers who we had in like ages ago and I was like listening and I was like hang on <laughs> I recognise that guy so I was like oh my god Demon actually recorded someone like 10 years ago that turned out to be like a chart artist this is a very it's unprecedented times at the moment um, as it's 2021 we're currently sitting um, on Zoom. We're not in person. So although it's a, um, it's nice to be speaking to you, we're not actually meeting up just yet. I'm sure we can, we can do that again in the future. I've been sent from the current station manager, Charlotte. She has sent us a couple of questions that she would like us to talk about. And some of these, when I was thinking about them, and I'm sure you, you've had a quick look over them as well, mm. they bring up some memories certainly oh, yeah. do bring up some memories you um, say that but all my memories are pretty hazy of my time at demon yeah well that, yeah yeah we we did tell you at the time to stop drinking Kaz. um <laughs> i think the first place to start is 
and, and this and, and I didn't I, it, I didn't think about this so much at the time but thinking back on it now we we really were shafted a little bit and the uh, the question is um well it was not really a question it's just sort of to re- reminisce about any events that we took part in and the big one for me was when the queen came to leicester now when was it oh, was this yeah. 20, 20, it was 2012 2012 because it was yeah. she was a jubilee no what was she doing she's opening diamond up. it was it was a diamond jubilee diamond jubilee okay fine and so we um we did an outside broadcast naturally as as the student radio so the community radio station at the time we thought let's do an outside broadcast to the queen coming to leicester coming to the montford university um and it was very, very formal. And it was, were you, in, were you both involved in this? I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, yeah I was. I Mark, think I was producing there on the day. I think, yeah. I think I remember being in the crowd. So I remember trying to spot her, but she was too short over the crowd. Well, so this is the thing that, that, that <laughs> makes me laugh the most. And I've never really thought about it like this until now. So we, we'd set up, um, we had a gazebo. We were all dressed up really nice. We were in like shirts and ties and shoes and everything. And I think we were up at like the crack of dawn to get down there. And we, you know, we had hours and hours of content to fill. And the the ironic thing about all of it was that we did not once see the Queen. <laughs> we literally <laughs> did not see her. She could have, she could not have even, she could just not have come and we wouldn't have known. They put us in the worst position ever around the back of the building that she was going through. And we just, I, I couldn't even tell you when she turned up, when she, when she left, she may not have even been there. Um, but we covered it. We covered it. <laughs> but it was, she uh, come, there was, there was the archway thing and she walked like in front of it toward the building, didn't she? Yeah, she did. So where were you? Round the back. We were round the back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, probably, probably because we asked 24 hours beforehand if we could do the OB is probably why sounds, we were around yeah, the back. Sounds, sounds no, right. no. To be fair, we put a lot of effort into that. Um, yeah. But we did not see the Queen. So you know, we did an outside broadcast from the Queen's visit to to Montfort University. Did we see the Queen? No, we didn't see the Queen. I do remember what just being really busy all the time. Like there was always something someone was doing. Like it never felt like there was a week where someone wasn't doing something special. In I in our year particularly, it felt like we weren't afraid to kind of push the barriers and try new things, do something different. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Um, and it's so funny, isn't it? We we joke about trying to, you know, there's loads of stuff that we would never get away with today, knowing what we know. But that is the whole point of it, isn't it? And I yeah. would definitely not be in that position or in the position today if it wasn't for absolutely trying to push the boundaries i would say kaz what events do you reminisce about when you think back to to demon fm i can't i can't remember when it was i don't think it, so it wasn't the year i was in management but we did like a, a week-long event of rag didn't we because i think that was the 26 hour broadcast that oh you yes. and Chris did. yeah yeah so i think that was oh, the year yeah. before but yeah, it was, was the year before but that always stands out in my mind because like there's so much planning that went into it it was mad for a bit of context that um, was the uh, the charity was it a week that they do charity week yeah um, called rag called raise and give yeah. and um, we and well there's quite a few of us in, involved in it in the end wasn't there and we broadcast we sort of tried to stream it online uh, which I say we were pioneers in that because there was no one was doing that at the time and we were broadcasting it online uh, in vision in vision is what 
uh, what I'm trying to say. So yeah, myself, Chris Longman, we did 26 hours. I think it was meant to be 24 hours and we realised 24 hours means it would finish before we came off air at 10 o'clock. So we just added the extra two hours on the end so we could we could then do our normal show on the end of the uh, on the end of the 24 hours. But um, that was uh, that. I thought what was really nice about that is that we we obviously did all the fun stuff and we did all the sort of, um, you know, we, we, we were mucking about, weren't we? Um, but we, we went along to see where money was going to. Yeah, we went to Rainbow's Hospice, didn't we? It just shows, doesn't it, that the difference actually that Demon FM made, even if it was just a small amount, it showed, didn't it, that I can't remember how much money we raised in the end. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, a lot of money, but it was sort of, it was it was the... It was the fact we were doing it and actually going to the the place. And I, I can't. I, it was a very long time. I can't remember what we saw. We saw the um, really like they had like sensory rooms there, and yeah. um, you you probably remember more. That, well, I don't know why you'd remember it more than I do, but <laughs> yeah. I remember. So obviously they had the sensory rooms. They had like family rooms, and then they also, I guess, the hardest part of that was going to the room where they essentially say kind of goodbye. Yeah. But yeah, it just kind of, it kind of gave us a reason for, to raise all that money that week. And I, I think that that's sometimes I think sometimes being a being a part of the being part of Demon FM, I think sometimes you you just do it sometimes for the sake of it, don't you? You just do things on that station for the sake of it, like you would on any student community radio station. Um, but actually, for once, our uh, stupid ideas had a little bit of meaning behind them and 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 yeah it, it was really nice to see. I do that was that was a, a crazy a crazy couple of days that um 26 hour show was and I think they've done definitely done more than that since then and, and beat that record since then but um no good times um what else have we got here what is there anything you particularly want to talk about next well mine is kind of like because I think of like something that I always remember from Demon that is also kind of the most cringiest moment um, and one of my favourite moments, ticking all the questions off. Um, do you remember the Christmas song? Yeah. Yes. Do I remember the Christmas song? <laughs> yes, I do. So, our, like, that was just one absolute mental day where we were meant to have a live session come in and basically the acts just never showed up. So I remember like just putting a message out saying, right, like I've like the studio set up. I had like two engineers there as well. And I was like, who wants to come and just do a Christmas song? And the amount of people that showed up, like about 20, 30 people just rocks up and like, yeah, let's do it. And we're like, right, okay, videographers, off you go. And it was just like that was just one of the moments where I was like, geez, everyone really does love doing this stupid, stupid radio thing. We absolutely yeah. crammed into that studio. Yeah, that um, was hot. And we, uh, I think we made Christmas people, jumpers as well. Christmas, Christmas jumpers. jumpers, and and we made people actually sing. <laughs> yeah, well. genuinely, it was awful. It was so bad, like so bad. The video is probably still out there somewhere. I'm gonna say somewhere. someone's still got it somewhere. That actually leads me on to talking about cringiest moments, but also a favourite moment. But it, the, I think more of the aftermath for it was cringy. Um, was the um, for me was the. Harlem Shake. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I, was, no. I wasn't involved in that one. So were you not? Well, no. so the reason, the re- so obviously a very funny moment and great to absolutely cram the studio. Like we we filled yeah. the studio full of people. Oh yeah. 
the reason it turned slightly cringy was that there's a I don't know if I should be admitting this now um, and I don't know if any did you do you know about this because you, you may have you may have known about this Mark I'm well, the Harlem not shake sure thing. if you did no 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 the aftermath of the Harlem Shake the follow-up oh, no. did you ever know about this okay no, I'm about to reveal on. some no. big information now so in a, <laughs> in the video which, like I said, we absolutely crammed. The, the studio was full up of people. And two things happened in it that basically got us in a bit of trouble. Did you know? I, 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 keep, I, I, I feel like I know. Okay. Well, I, can't I can remember. kind of guess. One of cause... them was that someone, I can't remember who it was, someone poured a drink of water over their head. <laughs> oh, God. So the studio floor was just absolutely... Oh, no. It was absolutely, like, wet through. And the other one was that someone was basically dancing on the radio desk. Oh. And so I got, I, I was being stage manager at the time, we got, I got called into like, I can't remember, it was like the engineer's office or something like that. They were not happy about this. Uh, and they were like, right, who, <laughs> who did the bottle of water? So I was like, all right, it was that person. Like, and who was dancing around on the desk? And I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, can you imagine doing that? Where no, where we work today, you know, if you came to, maybe if I did that in the BBC today, <laughs> dancing oh, over the desk, that's a that's surely a job job, Look, desk, isn't it? I've yeah, seen yeah, emergency yeah. operations that are taken when coffee spilled. So oh, <laughs> desk <yeah>. out. <laughs> oh dear. So that was probably that, yeah, that's a pretty cringy cringy moment for me, having to basically. Um, you know, beg for forgiveness from the engineers who spend a lot of time putting that station together yeah. only for us to basically use it as like a climbing frame just for a viral <laughs> video, which, can I yeah. just say, got quite a few thousand hits. It did well. It was kind of like, that was pre-TikTok era. That's oh, exactly what I was about to say. Making it happen before it happened. Again, pioneers. Kaz, weirdest story from the studio. I don't even know if I've got one. Like I was when I saw this question, I was like, mm, I don't know if I've got any. I remember there um, being, oh gosh, what well, they played like um, Get Lucky on repeat, didn't they? <laughs> oh, was that when it first came out? <laughs> yeah. Was I, mean, I in charge at this point? Oh, I Did think I we happened? were. I think we were in charge. I'm sure it was on the drive time show, and for an hour they played Get Lucky. <laughs> it was a it was a prank, wasn't it? Wasn't it April Fools? Or was that Justin Bieber? Oh, when I think played I was, it on repeat for an hour. I thought that was Justin Bieber. <laughs> I think my um, weirdest story from the studio was talking about the 26 hour thing was the um, there was very there was a lot of weird stuff that happened at night but the weirdest thing that happened was about two o'clock in the morning uh, was a drunk Tom Williams who was I think he was actually the station manager at the time so this was before we were this was a year before you know we were all in charge Um, sounds right just just rocking up to be part of the 26 hour show at two o'clock in the morning yeah very weird yeah very very weird <laughs> Being, i had my legs waxed in that studio um i drank egg whites in that studio yes lots of actually no i didn't drink egg whites in the end i i, I couldn't do it couldn't do it Bailed. yeah chris did it i ate dog <laughs> biscuits in that studio oh nice. yeah i remember that talking about cringe slightly off of uh slightly off off topic in terms of radio this was actually tv 
Do you remember this? Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh so briefly. This was a... This is a picture here. It's basically a screenshot from... Um, what was it? Well, there's pumpkins in the picture, so I'm guessing it was something to do with Halloween. I can't remember how we got involved. I can't remember why we were there. All I can tell you is that clearly we weren't prepared for it. Look what I'm wearing. Look how unimpressed you look. <laughs> look how unimpressed I look. <laughs> and look what Chris is wearing. <laughs> also, that was, just that, was just like, that was like Chris's uniform, though. He was like Mr. Blink-182. You know, there is a, there's an even better one as well, which uh, I've got here what 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 makes me laugh about this picture is that me and chris are clearly trying to be the ant and deck of the uh, of <laughs> of demon tv at the time doing a little sort of piece of camera uh, whilst in the background <laughs> in in the in basically in the in the in the dark Still background lurking. you're all sort of like you're doing that like sort of fake tv chat you know where you've got to like pretend you're sort of just you know, you're not bothered about the presenters there, and you're just sort of chatting in the background. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he ever had us back after that. At all. <laughs> I mean, we did not represent ourselves well at all uh, on that on that show. And I, I, I don't know where that show, I don't know where it went, I don't know where it is, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what happened to it. Went into the demon time capsule, never to be seen again, thankfully. <laughs> I think another one of my highlights as well. I know, this is literally came to my mind today because. Um... <laughs> We did an interview with Anne Widdicombe today. Um, <laughs> but um, nice. do you remember when we went to, like, we went to something at the law school bit and we spoke to, like... Um... Jackie Smith. Yes. <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. I mean, it, it was Halloween. It was the Halloween night out before we all had, like, fake blood. <laughs> I think we looked even worse then than we did <laughs> in, that, uh, in that Halloween TV programme. Here it is. <laughs> There's Corey. Hey! There's Chris. Look at Chris. Wow. That's some hair on Chris there. That's yeah. some hair. Look at that. Uh, we've got Selena. Selena. Jackie. Jackie, yep. Yeah, there's me. Wow. Yeah. In your emo look, phase. I look so tired. Oh, my God. I didn't realise how tired you, you You look awful there, Cass. You look absolutely shattered. <laughs> Must have been must have been one must have been one of one of the many heavy nights you had at uni. One of many. <laughs> we did have some good times. There is a pitch actually of us a lot just absolutely like lounging about. <laughs> Sounds about right. This is a picture here of um, that I took. You took this, did you? Yes. Yes, you did. Yeah, you posted it on Facebook. So, um, God, I had that jacket I used to have. There is That's a, awful, uh, isn't it? There's, I don't know if it's still. I, I don't. I've obviously not been back to the, the students' union in a long time. But there, there used to be. There was a room in the students' union that we basically commandeered as our office, didn't we? Yeah. Painted it and everything. It, it wasn't that the old studio. I think it was the old yes. studio. Yeah, yeah. Because we tried to revive the studio, and once we realised basically we couldn't, we yeah. we just ripped all the equipment out and made it into an office. But yeah, this is a picture here of. Uh, basically the, the station management team at the time all sitting on their phones <laughs> <laughs> i will just say um mark that you are oh, you're mate. looking much you're looking much better now than you you are in this I've, picture I've, had a, I've had a bit of a glow up mate yeah <laughs> slight glow up, yeah. yeah let's talk a little bit about why we wanted to get involved in demon fm in the first place yeah i'll go first I yeah wanted to work in radio i think that was basically it Coming from uh, coming from a couple of years of hospital radio, this felt like uh, you know proper radio. 
Yeah, fair that's enough. Basically it, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. The simple answer. For me, well, because we were all obviously like together on the radio course, so we knew each other through there and did all, all the demon stuff within that. But I started on a different course. I started doing like forensic computing, hated it beyond anything. Um, and then started doing demon as something fun to do with the time that I didn't want to pay attention in my lectures. Um, and then realized there's a course on it. So I like started doing demon and then swapped courses and ended up spending 10 years in the radio industry. So like, yeah, massive life changer for me. It was, it was just fun. So the reason I joined was that I've, I've always wanted to do radio. So it was just a lifelong dream. Like even as a kid, when I remember seeing my careers teacher when I was at secondary school and she's like, be more re- realistic about what you want to do. It's like, all right. Um, but yeah, it's paid off. <laughs> um, oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. So um, interestingly, so the person I grew up listening to, um, it was a breakfast show. So I, I grew up in Nottingham. So 96 Trent FM, the breakfast show was presented by Joe and Twiggy. So at the time they were like, they were award-winning like radio presenters. Um, and what's happened now is I occasionally produce Twiggy's show on Radio Derby. So, <laughs> you know. Nice. Still, <laughs> yeah. still award-winning? Um, <laughs> Award-dodging. That's, that's what he calls himself, award-dodging. Award-dodging. <laughs> uh, but he's great. And like, it's just because the, the whole kind of thing they created was radio was fun and no day was the same and that's exactly what it's like now <laughs> yeah yeah just a bit more grown up and a bit more red tape <laughs> necessary red tape can i just say because i think maybe we needed a bit more red tape when we were at demon for some <laughs> of the things we 100 which kind of i guess leads us on to what have you taken away with you into life this is very philosophical but these are this is from the uh from charlotte the station manager now what have you taken away of you into life that you've learned from Demon FM? Brilliant. Silence there from everyone. Thank I'll you. Go, I'll go first if you want me to. Go. <laughs> Basically, just live in the moment and, and kind of don't, don't ever forget who you are as well because, you know, that like a lot of the things you do, like you can get lost and caught up in like the career path you want to go, but just never forget who you are. And like all those events and all those things we did, I just wish I uh, took it in a bit more, I suppose, because I miss it all so much. But you, you learn from all those experiences and it drives you on. But yeah, yeah. I'd certainly I'd certainly say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't give up on don't give up on the dream, essentially. It may seem like a, a long, a long, long, long way away when you're actually, you know, at Demon FM and or at any you know student or community radio station but um you will with with hard work and persistence you you'll you'll get there in the end and, and i and i actually attribute being at demon fm certainly um as the one thing out of everything i did at university that massively boosted my confidence 100 percent same 100%, gave me yeah. so much more confidence uh, and the ability to sort of tolerate listening to yourself on the radio and just little things that you need when you work in radio. And I don't think you realise at the time that you are, you're learning these skills, um, but they, they 100% come in handy. But no, I would say the, the one thing for me, the biggest takeaway for me is the, is the massive boost in confidence. I think for me, I'd probably say two things. Like the first one is kind of like more of a professional thing where it's like, if you're, if you're doing hospital radio, community radio, 
just try and find the one bit of it that you really love and like try everything out because i tried everything and realized breakfast was too early 100 percent. that wasn't even a <laughs> wasn't even an early breakfast show when you look at breakfast shows now we started at eight yeah, o'clock true. that's a lion breakfast show <laughs> yeah that is that is just try every bit of everything that's available like different shows talk radio like just try everything until you find your thing and then then you really start finding your feet and your passion um and the other thing which to this day i still do if there's a big job on if i'm like doing a big gig with a station or something um, I always make sure I've got a Walshy breakfast ready, which is uh, two cigs and a cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> and after... and the cup of coffee, I assume, has got four shots in it. Yeah, four <laughs> shots, four shots, two cigarettes, and off you go on your day. Um, and yeah, that's still still the Walshy breakfast that and it crops up every now and again before a big day. Another question we've been asked, and I know exactly the answer you're going to give Kat straight away, um, a song that reminds you of Demon FM. <laughs> I wonder if Mark can guess it. Does Mark know it? <laughs> that was so long ago. Um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. You're probably not. I'm, right, so... I'm honestly drawing a blank. The song, and I still hate it to this day, can't listen to it, uh, was Earthquake. I think it was by... T- Tiny Temper. Tiny Temper and Labyrinth or something like that. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. It, it just seems to be on all the time. Played on repeat. <sighs> Hang on, was it... That one? It was that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that one. Do it again, Mark. I think no, I think you were doing pass out. I think you were doing pass out. No, you are doing pass out, yeah. Am I doing pass out? What was Earthquake? Let me see if I can find it on Spotify. I'll find it. Hang on. Do you know what, Kaz? I think we we did we did mark a bit of an injustice there. I think that was I think I got it. I think I got it. It did sound more like pass out to me. <laughs> That's to what I was, I was thinking of the right one, though. <laughs> That's what counts. The problem is, we, we did the classic radio thing, didn't we? We took a decent song and absolutely played it to death. <laughs> and now we all hate listening to it. So we're almost getting to the end of our allotted time um, before we get kicked off Demon FM again, um, like we did very <laughs> many years ago. It was For the purposes of the tape, that is not true, by the way. We... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we left on our own accord. We graduated. Sorry, that is, yeah. that is the term. Yeah, I was looking for. Um, we should probably just say that we quite a big thing happened when we were in our final year. I can't remember who put the bid in. I think it was Tom Williams, wasn't it? Along with you, Adam. Yeah. I mean, I barely, um, barely did. But we bid to host the student radio conference and we won to host the conference. Was it like a three day long thing where we had mm. some big names in radio mm. came to speak to student radio people from all over the country? Yeah, it was massive. It was three days. And I remember not being able to really enjoy it because we had to run the thing. That was the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. So for the, the student radio conference is basically a, a, a big conference that happens every year for student radio. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, but essentially... All the students from across the country come together to one university or, or the student radio station of that university. And yeah, you just get a load of big names in the business. Uh, funny enough, none of us have been invited back just yet. Um, know, right? And um, they basically come and tell you how great it is to work in, in radio and, and media. And at the time, it was quite... Um, 
it was quite a prestigious thing to be able to host the the conference, wasn't it? And we got, yeah, we got the the honour of hosting it. But you are absolutely right. Um, we couldn't. It wasn't enjoyable in the sense that you could basically, you know, you couldn't go to any of the talks. You couldn't really go out on the night out. Yeah. You couldn't sit down and have the decent meals. You couldn't really enjoy much of it, could you? Because it was basically up to us to make sure that every student got back to their rooms at the end of the night and you know didn't get lost i remember um the little office in the SU just becoming the nap room <laughs> and like there's just like i think i think we stole some of the bean bags from the other side of the SU, threw them in there and was like right if anyone needs a nap that's where you go <laughs> it was great um, fun though really really good fun oh though. yeah we did all right i think we did all right yeah we did all right yeah yeah, yeah. so it wouldn't be right with us being together without mentioning adam bedford who sadly passed away he was part of our year i suppose what was he doing at the time? He was part of the paper, wasn't he? Yeah, and he yeah, did so... a lot with... Uh, he did a lot of sport, did he? Yeah. yeah. But I just remember him being so... He was just always happy and kind. Yeah. Always taking the mickey out of me for being a Forest fan because he was a massive Derby County fan. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really... It's, it's hard to know what to say, isn't it, in, in situations like this. Clearly very, very sad news. And, uh, you know, Adam, when we were there, was, was a big part of Demon Media uh, and you know, clearly had a massive influence on the Montfort University and the Student mm. Union since we graduated. And it's just a, you know, it's just a tragic loss. And, and I, th- I think it really hits home how precious life is in a way. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And it was shocking to, to, to read the news and, and hear about it at the time. Um, but I think, you know, the, the good thing about Adam is that he never left you with any bad memories, did he? It was always no, decent no memories one. when it came to, to Adam. 100%. Like, I can remember the amount of times I went into the SU and he was upstairs doing something and he was just always the most welcoming, happy, eager to help, eager to chat guy. I think it just shows how big of an impact just one person can have on people and a place. Like He was Mr. DMU to a degree. Like For, for us, he's, he was there when we were there and he, he was still there. And I think he's going he's gonna to leave a big hole in the place. I think that is probably time for us, as sad as it is to say, because this has been an absolute laugh, uh, to say goodbye from the airways of Demon FM once again. Um, see you see you in 25 years. <laughs> um, Can you imagine? <laughs> but before we go, we probably should say happy birthday, Demon FM. Thank you very much for all of the great memories that you've given to us. And I guess thank you as well for allowing... Uh, allowing us to meet in a way yeah yeah that's true i just hope there's a cake at some point that's <laughs> yeah yeah and not and the, not not the classic birthday parties that have been on zoom recently where the person whose birthday is goes well i've got a cake and you're like yeah well yes but you're you know 50 miles away from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah as long as there's a cake and an actual party at some point then happy birthday demon oh no is it over well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you. <laughs>